Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Good morning. Welcome to the broadcast. Good to be back with you. I want to begin with projection. I've talked a number of times about this, about how we as human beings can be very blind and unfortunately not self-aware in throwing out accusations about people. When in reality, we may have the same issues ourselves. This is especially evident in politics. How many times do you see politicians accuse others of being what they are at the core? It's really intriguing to me for someone to accuse someone of fascism who is not even in office, who has no ability to do anything other than draw a crowd. And yet the person in the office is clearly abusing the office repeatedly, usurping authority and powers that they clearly do not have to carry out policies that are at best questionable. This is what's happening now in our White House. Fox News has the story, Biden nears one Hundred executive orders. One hundred. Estimated to cost taxpayers almost one point five trillion dollars. Do you copy that? With a stroke of a pen. Now I go back to something I've referenced a number of times to my Fun childhood on Saturday mornings watching Saturday morning cartoons and enjoying this little segment called Schoolhouse Rock. What did we learn in in these cute little segments? One of them was how a bill becomes law. This really doesn't matter anymore, does it? Where did this executive order thing come from? It's way out of control. How many times have you heard the phrase that Congress, as in the House, is supposed to have the power of the purse? They're the ones who are supposed to appropriate 
expenditures. Nonetheless, we now have executive power, the ability to do an end run around the constitutional process. Who gave the president this authority and this power? Now, I want to be very clear about something, lest anybody misunderstand where I'm coming from. I don't give a rat's rear end, whether it's a Democrat or a Republican president. This cannot and should not be allowed to continue. And I don't care who's in power. I'm not here to make excuses for anybody. If it's a Democrat, if it's a Republican doing it, it's wrong. Biden has issued more executive orders during his first year in office than any president since Gerald Ford. Nearly 100 executive orders. The price tag, up to $1.5 trillion, as our national debt nears $31 trillion. Biden currently sits at 99 executive orders since taking office. His torrent pace came primarily within his first year. When he issued more than any president since the 70s, memos show at least one outside left-wing group financed by millions from, guess whom? Liberal billionaire George Soros has influenced some of Biden's orders and regulatory items. A budgetary impact analysis, meanwhile, accompanies each order, but does not include actual monetary costs. Instead, they contain vague language, such as whether an order will have no impact, increase, or decrease federal costs. This actually makes it very difficult to pinpoint the actual cost. However, a federal budget expert told Fox News Digital they estimate the cost to be north of $1 trillion. $1 trillion. Matthew Dickerson from the Heritage Foundation says this is taking into account the recent student loan executive action, which could cost up to $1 trillion alone. Earlier this year, the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office produced an analysis showing that less than 10 of Biden's earlier executive actions cost taxpayers already more than $500 billion. So it could be up to $1.5 trillion in cost to taxpayers just on executive actions, not legislation going through Congress and getting signed into law and debated. It's just pure executive actions taken by Biden, costing taxpayers up to $1.5 trillion. Huge chunk of this, student loan forgiveness. $10,000 in student debt for borrowers making less than $125,000 annually. Pell Grant recipients, 20000 in handouts if their income falls below 125000 This handout initially estimated cost taxpayers upwards of $500 billion, but a recent Penn-Wharton budget model shows it could reach upwards of $1 trillion. And this could have an impact on, guess what, inflation. It would be significant because all of this new spending the executive branch is doing, Biden is doing, by fiat. 
That means more money getting pumped into the economy that's being financed by the Federal Reserve, which means the printing presses are on, which means it adds to the inflationary pressures. The executive actions Biden's doing are incredibly harmful for inflation because they're specifically aimed at reducing the supply of labor and goods and services. Inflation even impacting the U.S. Army. Remember we told you about this? A suggestion they take advantage of food stamps? Other Biden executive orders have expanded the welfare state and paid people to stay out of the workforce. So that's only exacerbating the 3.3 million worker shortage that we see in the economy. The study said Biden's executive orders and regulations told him more than $200 billion as of January 21st this year, far outpacing President Trump and Obama's first year. With more than $201 billion in costs, the Biden era to date far outpaces its predecessors. More than three times the cost of Obama's first year, nearly 40 times those of Trump's. I ask you folks. Who is guilty of fascism here? Anybody want to explain this to me? No congressional debate. No appropriation from Congress. Just a signature. Sounds like abuse of power to me. Stay with us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Over on the text line, Vince, Biden sold his soul to the devil about 60 years ago, and every day he gets closer to having to pay his debt. I wonder if he's getting nervous. <laughs> also, executive order equals taxation without real representation. Oh, yes. Vince, it seems Democrats, demon rats, Always accuse us of the very same thing they're doing, fascism, 
Russian collusion, tyranny, destroying democracy, hurting our children, racism, war on women. The list goes on and on. Wake up, people. Jeff, you are so correct. True fascism is when government and business are joined to the hip. Socialism, when government owns business. The cure for both is real capitalism with a wall separating business and state. My goodness, I love that line. A wall. See, I think it's interesting. The people who want to talk about separating church and state, they sure love when business and state are joined to the hip. Isn't that great? Billions given to farmers without congressional approval. Tariffs imposed on many countries without congressional approval, raising prices for Americans. Now you're crying? Such hypocrisy! No, there's no hypocrisy on my part. I have never, ever advocated this kind of wielding of executive authority. So, whoever you're targeting for hypocrisy, you can aim your cannon somewhere else. Because I remain consistent on this point. There's a process, a legitimate constitutional process for appropriations. That needs to be followed, period. Period. If you'd like to join the conversation, the Ingalls Markets Talk Line, 800-928-1110. 800-928-1110. Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. One of the things I said to you some time ago, I've communicated to you that I believe we have entered into very dangerous times. Very dangerous times. And I think it's vital that we are prepared. Our own hearts are under control. Our minds are under control by us, <laughs> not someone else. And we go into these situations clear-eyed as much as possible with clean hearts to address the things that are ahead of us. We've got a situation now that I... I see a very dangerous trend developing. It's the criminalization of political policy. Now, rather than just disagreeing with our political enemies, we've got people in office who are using the powers of government to criminalize policy. So it's no longer about disagreeing or challenging ideas let's see if I can find the pretext to be able to charge someone with a crime take that person down we're seeing this right now in the state of Texas by now you've heard about Ron DeSantis flying migrants up to Martha's Vineyard now we've learned a Texas sheriff has announced yesterday, yesterday evening, he's opened a criminal investigation into flights Ron DeSantis arranged last week that took some 50 Venezuelan migrants to Martha's Vineyard. DeSantis saying these flights were voluntary. But the Bexar County Sheriff's Office said in an emailed statement it has opened an investigation into the migrants that were lured from the Migrant Resource Center in the county where San Antonio is located. They were then flown to Florida. 
where they were ultimately left to fin for themselves in Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> I love how they characterized this. The sheriff's office said it was working with private attorneys who are representing the victims and advocacy groups while preparing to work with any federal agencies that have concurrent jurisdiction should the need arise. Baxter County Sheriff Javier Salazar said at a news conference it was unclear whether any laws were broken, but the migrants were lured under false pretenses into staying at a hotel before being flown to Florida and then Massachusetts. He said they were promised the solution to several of their problems, including work. Lawyers for some of the Venezuelan migrants flown to Martha's Vineyard told Axios they were given misleading brochures promising up to eight months of cash assistance, employment services, and housing assistance at some point during their expulsion and relocation from Texas and Florida. DeSantis as you know, last week joined Texas Governor Greg Abbott in transporting migrants and asylum seekers by bus and plane to predominantly Democratic-run cities as they challenged President Biden's immigration policies. DeSantis telling Fox News Hannity Monday night the migrants had volunteered to go on the flights and all signed consent forms to go. They were provided with a packet that had a map of Martha's Vineyard and contact numbers for immigration and refugee agencies. Representatives for DeSantis said in a statement earlier, immigrants have been more than willing to leave Bexar County after being abandoned, homeless, and left to fend for themselves. Isn't that interesting? This is the state they were describing they were in in Texas. And these politicians, and yes, the sheriff is a politician, is trying to say this is their condition now at Martha's Vineyard. The statement added, Florida gave them an opportunity to seek greener pastures in a sanctuary jurisdiction that offered greater resources for them, as we expected. So, stay tuned for this circus. Here's how CBS reports on the same story. Criminal investigation opened into Governor DeSantis' migrant flights to Martha's Vineyard. A criminal investigation is being launched into how a group of migrants was sent from Texas to Massachusetts with Florida taxpayer money on orders from Governor Ron DeSantis. Sheriff Javier Salazar says these migrants were lured, hoodwinked, and exploited for political purposes. And that's why he's opening an investigation. <laughs> This is absolutely crazy, is what it is. And we do have some more on this particular story. What's really funny about this is the perspective of the migrants themselves. Remember yesterday, the migrant who said, hey, I'm an illegal immigrant? They pretty much said, the border's open and they crossed. (laughs) They illegally came in. This is what I respect about them. They're honest. Very honest. Well, we're going to hear another piece of honesty, believe it or not, from an MSNBC reporter. (laughs) You'll hear that much more as we continue our Tuesday broadcast. Stay with us.
Over on the text line, we have this. How ridiculous. You and I can't even go to Martha's Vineyard, yet illegals were mistreated there. Ridiculous. Vince Democrats are at the point where they consider the U.S. Constitution extremist. Uh, Yes. Yes, they do. Open an investigation on Me Too. I'll gladly donate to fly more illegals to sanctuary areas. This investigation just proves how badly elitist liberals hate having migrants in their neighborhood. Yep. Isn't this investigation a waste of taxpayer money and law enforcement time? Of course it is. (sighs) This is so silly. Vince, anyone dumb enough to think they're getting eight months of free money deserves to get dropped off in Siberia. (laughs) Pretty much. I'll bet you a dollar that sheriff in Texas is nothing but a liberal piece of crap. Better stay in his darn lane. It's Jim out of Easley. Ooh. Aren't we all responsible for fending for ourselves? Didn't these people flee their socialist countries for the privilege of fending for themselves? Uh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> these reporters are looking for that one individual they can get to say what they want them to. Yes. Is this another investigation to find a reason to investigate? Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, this is so crazy, isn't it? And we have this, believe it or not, a moment of truth from an MSNBC reporter. Listen to what she said about the migrants. Here it is. So uh, there's activists here, Jose, that are saying that these people were victims of human trafficking. They want an investigation from the Justice Department onto what Governor DeSantis is doing, what Governor Greg Abbott is doing, because they're saying that these people are being abused and used uh, to bring a border crisis deeper into the country. Now, I can tell you they are not angry at uh, Ron DeSantis. They are actually thanking him for having brought them to Martha's Vineyard, where they were they were very well received. But other people, well, they're saying they're being used as political pawns. They don't resent it for now, uh, and they know they're the lucky ones. At the end of the day, it sounds like nobody's complaining about being in Martha's Vineyard. They love it there. They are thankful for what happened. This is not supposed to be the narrative. It's supposed to be. We've been taken from this land of milk and honey and dropped off in this desert. This is just such nonsense. And it all comes down to one thing. If you enforce the border, we don't have this problem, do we? This is not difficult. This is all very simple. But what you have are politicians who do not want to enforce the border. I was listening to a program and I was thinking about sharing a couple of pieces of audio with you. And I I just, I got to the point, I was like, you know, I'm not even going to share this. Because the stupidity here is just way off the charts. Too many Americans do not understand we need to be in charge of our own immigration policy, not 
other individuals from other countries. How hard is this for people to understand? And then they want to go to race. Well, they don't want those brown people over here. It doesn't have anything to do with that. In fact, I could make the argument, the real argument. Remember I told you about my Uber ride in Kentucky a few weeks ago? What's going on in that situation? He was one of a few lucky people who won a lottery because we only allowed a certain number of people from that country in. Can you tell me what the limit is on the number of people out of Mexico? Why the hell should we allow all these people out of Mexico to cross our border? And they're coming from any number of countries. And we're not even controlling the populations from particular countries. They're determining our border policy. That's what we need to have a national discussion about. Let's talk about, okay, let's allow certain number of immigrants into the country, period. Okay, how do we break this down? You want to do it evenly? You want to do it proportionately? Let's go through all the countries of the world and see, okay, what's their, what is their percentage? So we'll only, we'll, we'll base this, we want to make this completely even. If that's what you want to do, go for that. But I'll tell you what we should not do. We should not let people simply choose to come to this country on their terms. What kind of country is that? Where people just walk in. And it's not an exaggeration to say this about your own home. What kind of a home would you have? You've got a wife and kids, and you just allow people to walk right in the door? Strangers off the street? Who does that? It makes no sense whatsoever. So we need policy. A policy, an American policy, developed by Americans, not by crooked politicians. Speaking of crooked, let's talk about COVID. And this goes back to where we began with all of these executive orders. We're going to set the table for this before the break. But one of the things that's really intriguing, remember a few days ago? We shared with you the audio, I think maybe it was yesterday, about the fact that Joe Biden says the pandemic's over. In fact, let's play this clip. This is the first time you're hearing this. This is a conversation with Scott Pelley at an auto show about the state of the pandemic. Listen up. Mr. President, first Detroit auto show in three years. Yeah. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, it's But the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. And so I think it's changing, and I think this is a perfect example of it. Okay. This all sounds very rosy, doesn't it? But this presents some problems, some major problems for this administration. In fact, for the entire leftist agenda, which is built on what? Executive authority. How will they carry out some of the things in their agenda without the emergency that allows them to do these things. We'll talk about this 
and how this controversy has developed. Also coming up, another issue the Biden touched on, China policy, where some of his own people had to come out and correct him. That much more as we continue. Stay with us. of the Vince Coakley radio program. Let us go out to Barry and Charlotte. Good morning, Barry. Hello. Uh, yes, sir. Take it away. Uh, this is executive order saying it's been pain in the butt for a long time. I was always of the opinion that it ought to have a time stamp, 60, 90 days. Gives the executives and the uh, political end of the things to uh, approve the executive order and the funding of it. And if uh. I don't meet the case, then it dies. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, pure fantasy, isn't it, to think that something like this would be in place. Uh, why do you think we've gotten to the point we allow this, Barry? Uh, well, we get back into, you know, the four individual... Uh, divisions of things like religion and uh, the political end of it uh, and stuff that uh, our money says in God we trust yet look at the uh, the country as a whole half the people want abortion and you know I'm sure God frowns on the people to kill his children and uh, he has been known to put uh, plagues on individuals and whole nations for that matter to kind of wake them up, but I don't know that this country will ever wake up from that particular end of things. Yeah. But that's my opinion. I hear you, Barry, and certainly share your concern about um, the lawlessness that we have in the country right now. It's got to Corey. Uh, good morning. Welcome to the broadcast, Corey. Hey, Mr. V. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Full disclosure, Mr. V, I'm not a Democrat, Republican, conservative, right-wing, left-wing. But I had the conversation before on this case about the legal immigrants. Just a sarcastic question. Has anybody forgot that their ancestors were here long before the pilgrims and the American white men went against policies and treaties? Well, it, it's happened along the way. I mean, there's, I, and you're not going to hear any defense from me for some of the treacherous things. Uh, are you talking about Native Americans? Is that what you're making reference to? Mexicans, Hispanics. They were here long before the Pilgrims, along with the Native Americans. Okay. So what's the remedy for that today? Should That's my question. Should be arms up and realize that their parents, their great-grandparents were here long before ours were. So to so, people to want to block these people out of something that they were al- already here. I just don't understand them. So they were already here as in where? In the United States? As in this Texas, particular territory? Arizona, New Mexico, California. Before the pilgrims, they were already here. Okay, so you think the remedy is to just leave the door wide open and let anybody and everybody in. Is that 
What yes, sir. It was a home before. That's what you would you home. would do. So you don't have any problem paying for all of that. No, sir. They were there before you the don't. Europeans. So it's like the Europeans came in their house and took over. So okay, we, you know what I think is funny about this is this gets turned into a white and European thing. You know, you're also kind of on the hook for this too. You realize that. Well, and in fact, fact, in fact, fact, I'm in fact, I'm going to make the point. You're going to end up paying more on this than the elites. The elites are going to figure out how not to pay for it, and you're oh, going to yes, end sir. up holding the bag. You know that. Yes, sir. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Now we need to come together and fight the elites versus patting them on the back. Well, I'm <laughs> I'm certainly not for patting any of these folks on the yes, back <laughs> at all, Corey. Well, thanks very much for your call. I very much uh, appreciate your perspective. You know, at least he's not saying we ought to, you know, that we're not legitimate being here. At least that's not what he seems to be saying. Uh, let me make sure I have this name correct here. Devin here in Charlotte. Good morning, Devin. Welcome to the broadcast. Hi, good morning, Beth. How are you doing, sir? All right, sir. I was just wanting to comment on the gentleman's comments earlier. Um, that's the biggest problem in America, in my opinion, is that we all try to be divided. Why? Why We're all here now. So why are we going to sit here and fight about who was here first, who did this, who did that? Why can't it not get together and make things work? Mm-hmm. And, and that's the question, this, which is why I always come back to the question, all right, what do we do today to remedy whatever the situation seems to be? You know, our previous caller is saying, essentially, we ought to, we ought to just let everybody in, have an open door, open border policy. Yeah, just like every other country, right? Yeah, this, it's, uh, <laughs> it's basically, as you know, it's, it's suicidal, is what it is, especially pretty with much, all I mean, of these. pretty much condemning America. To pay for people that never even that never should have been here. Yeah, and, and you're you're basically putting up a big billboard that says, um, you know, we're uh, <laughs> we're basically free for the taking. Whatever you want, come in and loot our country, because that's oh, exactly I mean, what. Not happen. even loot, rape our country. You're raping it for the money. You're raping it for the benefits. You're raping for you're raping for everything. I mean, it's a rape. It's not even a it's not even a giving thing. Yeah, I mean, you have the uh, you have the president in office now, and the government in office that are trying to do everything they can to get everybody in this country to, <laughs> to get the votes. Dependence, but it doesn't that's, matter what it does to me. That's what it I does for politicians. It. Dependency equals votes. That's how this thing right. uh, unfortunately pans out for them. Appreciate your call, there, Devin. Uh, still to come in the broadcast, we have Transformation Tuesday and much more. Stay with us. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 